We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to Kits and Wagers. I am Adam Zadroik, joined with Chris Owen. We both are soccer writers at rotowire.com. Chris, welcome to the show. Tell us about your kit. Thanks, Adam. Uh, good to be back on the show here. Um, unfortunate that we don't have any Premier League matches this weekend, but always good a good time to wrap up what we've been talking about the first seven game weeks and get a little, little more into some of our futures bets. But uh, right here. We're on that international break, so of course I got to rep the U.S. men's national team. This is the uh, 2010 kit, 2010 World Cup, um, and uh, yeah, just uh, pulled this out of my dad's closet. Uh, he's got, he's also got a decent little um, collection of kits, so uh, I didn't want to do any repeats here. So I, I pulled this out of his, and um, great kit, you know, had some good times in it. So that's what I'm rocking this week. What about yourself? Is that nameless? I know you had Pulisic last week, so. Yeah, yeah, you know, I think as an older gentleman, he's probably not getting the name kits on his jerseys anymore. Like, yeah, that's more of a young man's game. Yeah, mine is mine is nameless as well. I got South Africa here. Uh, this is around circa 2006, I want to say, so around that World Cup time. Um, it does not say uh, what Shabalaba or whatever that guy's name is on the back. Yeah, yeah. The first goal of the World Cup. Uh but yeah, this is a classic one. It sits around. It's it's kind of it's like Packers colors here. Uh, unfortunately for myself, but <laughs> oh, that's great for me though. I mean, <laughs> the real crowd pleaser there. Yeah, yeah. So looking at uh, yeah, we're talking futures this week though. Uh, so that entails you know a lot of things. Uh, first off, I just wanted to touch on I guess what happened last week. So I guess the main thing here, uh, looking at just teams that in general that I kind of just are sick of betting on or haven't had much success on, I guess you could say, uh, Everton and Aston Villa. It's just uh, just these two teams. Uh, last season was Crystal Palace, just teams you didn't know uh, what you'd get from them on a certain weekend. And like last couple weeks, I had uh, didn't have much success with Everton. Uh, they came back. They got they almost beat Manchester United this past weekend. Um, just looking at the results, you know they've had a pretty easy schedule. 
but then you, you know you throw in the three zero loss to Aston Villa, and then what happened against Man United, uh, plus a new manager, been kind of unpredictable. And Aston Villa, uh, just looking at just what they've done, they've uh, Dean Smith because they added Danny Ing, so they're playing like a three five two now, and so that's kind of making things a little harder to guess. Like they're playing fine, but you know, like you throw in the three nil at Chelsea, two one at Tottenham, but then you know the random. 1-0 at Man United, 3-0 against Everton. It's just a little all over the place. And just just these teams that you kind of don't know what you're going to get. And I guess I'm going to put them on my do not bet list for now. And if I if I do take a best bet on them, you're going to have to come at me. Uh, do you <laughs> have right, any other teams like that? Everton, Aston Villa on Adams, do not bet list yes. for the time being. It may be temporary, but we'll check back later in the season once we get a bigger sample size. Yeah, do you, uh, has any has any team been, uh, been uh, wrong for you? In a similar vein here, Leeds United, I keep wanting to bet the over on their goals, and every time I say, like, hey, let's look at let's look at Leeds United. They were playing. Was it Newcastle last weekend? And um, I think the, they uh, no, they beat Watford. Oh yeah, Watford. Yeah. So each time they they keep lining up against these teams where we expect a lot a lot of goals and. Uh, you know, after the beginning part of the season where they, I think they shipped like 13 or 14 goals in the first four matches. And now they've like come back and have not hit those overs in the last two matches. So um, at the, for the time being, I'm kind of avoiding them. I know that Leeds have had some injuries with Bamford out. I know Rafina missed a game Bam, uh, and then Jack Harrison was out with COVID-19. So for the time being, I'm staying away from assuming that Leeds are just going to score like three goals a game. And that would they're pretty much the sole team on my do not bet list for the, for the time being. Yeah, I can I can see that they uh, they've been having some injury issues. I guess Calvin Phillips also picked up a calf issue. I don't know if it was the last game or in training or something. He's out of uh, the England national team, so that'll be something to look at next week. I know when he plays, their their team kind of falls apart in general. So yeah, Luke uh, yeah, their their whole back line is. Yeah, happened, we'll so. probably have to take the over on their next match actually because Phillips is out. <laughs> I can't. Um, they're on my do not bet, bet list right now. So, <laughs> all right. So, getting to futures now. We had a futures pod uh, about a month ago. The last international break. I was going to put together some clips, but you know it was just too difficult. Just too too much time to put in here. So we're just gonna we're just gonna recap it by uh, word of mouth here. Uh, so some things we looked at, uh, the big thing, you know, we, the first manager to be sacked, I think what, uh, at the time a color tattoo was about minus one thirty or so minus one sixty even he was a big favorite Arsenal lost their first three matches. Uh, we both said, um, Chisco Munez was plus eight fifty, and we, we're both, uh, a favor that one. And and then it happened. Uh, so congrats on that one. <laughs> yeah. I our, I think it was our colleague Ian Folletti uh, pointed this out, but he had a, there was a tweet out there and it was basically uh, said that like Watford has changed their manager every season for the last like yeah. eight years. And sometimes they've done it two or three times. And so that kind of, I wish I would have known that then, but we did, we did kind of endorse that one. And it seems pretty clear now that uh, it's 
<laughs> in future seasons, if there's a there's a manager to be sacked, whether they're in the championship or the Premier League, Watford might be the go-to. And at plus eight fifty, like we should we should have been a little more confident in that if we had known that statistic. Yeah, I don't know why that stat wasn't circulating a month ago when he had plus eight fifty odds, but it's unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, so otherwise, Manchester City. Looking back to a month ago, Manchester there's Manchester City were plus one twenty to win the title. Uh, they're now minus one twenty. I believe you mentioned uh, that it was something to look at. I kind of went the other way, and it was good on you for picking that out. Uh, otherwise, Norwich City they were plus two fifty uh, to finish bottom. We both like that one. And now they're plus 105. So I guess looking at those ones right now, I'm still taking plus 105 on Norwich and minus 120 on Manchester City. I'm still kind of scared on that one. Yeah, I mean, with the odds going down on Man City, it's it makes it less worthwhile, I would say. But still, they have I, between Liverpool, Chelsea, and Man City have really been the three teams that, are, that look like they're a tier above everyone else. Man United, it's still really question marks with uh, Fred and McTominay in the middle. But yeah, I would say, you know, there's some good odds there if you if you look outside of Man City between Chelsea and Liverpool to uh, to win. But uh, yeah, would have been nice to get Man City at plus, and now they're they're negative, so not not quite as good as we would have liked. And then Norwich to finish bottom. That seems like it's just like going to be, you know, write that one in gold or encrypt that because they can't seem to win a match. They, they're just not very good. So um, I, I would just skip out on that or just lock that in if I could. Yeah, I mean, you're getting about even money on that. So it's not uh, it's not a terrible route to go. Uh, they did. They got another point uh, this past weekend at Burnley. It wasn't uh, another point. Really- their first point. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, well, it's oh, one and six, very nice, yep, yeah. So, I guess getting just getting back to the winner here, uh, we mentioned Manchester City minus 120, Chelsea plus 275, Liverpool plus 450, Manchester United plus 2000. And again, if you're watching on YouTube, we got the table pulled up here. Uh, Chelsea, they're in front, uh, 16 points, Liverpool 15. Then Manchester's are up there with 14, Everton, Brighton. So, uh, you know, the normal normal teams are up there and nothing's too surprising. And uh, I guess the main thing we want to touch on is just the things to look out for. Uh, so a month ago, we didn't, or I mentioned that uh, it probably wasn't the best time, you know, to bet Arsenal to finish bottom of the table, or not bottom of the table, but in the bottom half. Uh, just because they had a farewell upcoming schedule, and you know that's that's what happened. They got they got some wins, and they moved. They're moving up the table after those wins. So, uh, just looking at the schedule is probably the biggest thing when you wanna when you wanna touch on these futures in the middle of the season because those change the odds a ton. Uh, again, going back to the man managerial odds to be sacked, Arteta was you know, first to be sacked the favorite a month ago. Now he's fifth, sixth favorite to, to be sacked, uh, the next one to be sacked. So it's just the schedule kind of means everything when doing these kind of bets. Um, so let's just run through this. Uh, so Manchester City, they're the favorite, minus 120. They're uh, next five. They got home Burnley at Brighton, home Palace at Manchester United, 
home Everton. Uh, just looking through that schedule, uh, it's it's pretty favorable. Uh, you got those first three. Those are there's should probably be three uh, three points in each of them at Brighton. Maybe a little more difficult. And you got at Man United. Uh, so at minus one twenty, do you think that schedule? Uh, where do you think they'll be at the end of you know these next five matches heading into the next international break? Yeah, I could see the odds getting even. You know, those negative odds, you know, becoming even more larger there because Burnley, Brighton, Palace, all winnable. The only even Everton, who's who I'm not super sure about, but like the only match there to really be concerned about is Manchester Derby. That being said, I would. The, the odds just probably won't be good enough where I'm like, okay, let's put some, put some money down on city because at negative odds, when I, when we already saw them at uh, positive odds earlier this season, it, it's kind of tough to like look back on that and be like, okay, I saw them at positive odds and now the odds right. are so much more worse. They're going to have a, a schedule here where it's, where it's, they're all, you know, potentially winnable aside from that uh, game against Manchester United. So, you know, I, I'd probably stray away from them just because the value isn't quite there. Yeah, I think the the Manchester City at minus one twenty. That one might be the hardest one to project right now. Uh, I think just because you got Chelsea, they're plus two seventy five. Let's run through that schedule. Uh, so they got at Brentford, home Norwich, at Newcastle, home Burnley. Uh, so arguably uh, much more favorable. Like at Brentford will be tough. Wouldn't be surprised if you know they lost. They, only got a point from that one, but you know, those next three that should be, you know, more than anything, that's uh, nine points out of those three matches. And they're already, they're already up two points on Man City. So, uh, if you look at it that way, uh, there's a chance, you know, of these next few matches, Chelsea could gain, you know, two or three points on Man City if, you know, Man City, you know, they drop some points at Brighton or drop some points in the Manchester Derby, that kind of thing. And at plus 275. Uh, at, I like if you're if you're into Chelsea, if you're into Thomas Tuchel, uh, you know that's uh, something I decent odds, I guess you could say. Uh, I think that will be if what I said just happens. You know, I could drop to plus two hundred, plus one fifty in that range. You know, if City drop a couple points here and there. Yeah. So that that said, Chelsea hopping on Chelsea right now, plus two seventy five might be the move if we see it go down to even after five matches as low as like plus 150 or around that range. Yeah. I mean, they, I don't know. They had those, those difficult, uh, you know, the back-to-back Manchester City and Juventus. And I don't know. It's, I know it felt like some people are kind of off of them, but you know, they, they showed up against Southampton. Uh, unfortunately didn't result in my best bet hitting, mm-hmm. but you know, they've, they've kind of answered the call in all these league matches. They already won at Tottenham. And, uh, yeah, they won at Arsenal already, too, when they were struggling. They managed to grab a point at Liverpool already. So, you know, they've had these tough games. They've gotten points from them, and they got a nice upcoming schedule. So uh, when it gets to plus 150, I think that's it's definitely in range for that to happen at the next international break. So uh, Liverpool here, plus 450. They kind of haven't really moved all season. I, I think I want to say I grabbed them at uh, plus 500 before the season to win the league. And they've kind of floated around plus 400 to plus 500 all season. And I think if you want to bet them, I don't think now is the time to bet them. Uh, just look at their schedule here. They're at Watford, 
at Manchester United, home Brighton, at West Ham, home Arsenal. So I know they're playing well. We're both, you know, we both kind of believe that they're they're better than they were last season. But just looking at that schedule, there's a real chance that they could drop points in any of those matches, really. Uh, sure, they could win any of those. Uh, but I think they're more likely to drop points uh, compared just compared to the Chelsea and uh, Manchester City there. Yeah, that, that's a tough schedule. At Watford, winnable. At Man United, that could go any direction, including, you know, a draw. Oh, yeah, and then home Brighton. That should be – I mean, Brighton's just been so good defensively. Mm-hmm. At West Ham, where West Ham looks like they can also beat anyone on their day. And then home against Arsenal, where uh, over the past, like, four or five years, those matches have been, like, 2-3, 3-3, 4-3, you know, like, just right. unpredictable, a lot of goals. So, I think coming – out of you know coming out of those five matches like if they came away with like nine points that'd be solid they could they could definitely i don't see them coming away with 15 out of 15 that's for sure so um yeah i could see those odds maybe dropping like you kind of alluded to there but uh yeah i, th- I think uh 450 is a solid number at this point considering you know how good they've been but uh with a tough schedule coming up I think that those odds might drop a little bit next time and we will probably, you know, revisit them back in the, in the next international break. Yeah. It's almost like, uh, you know, you just have the top three right now. It's almost like, you know, Ronaldo's Manchester United is not even in the conversation. They're uh, plus 2000, I believe to win the league. And, you know, they're just, they're struggling overall in champions league in, in league play. And they, and their schedule is the most difficult of the top four here. Uh, just quickly, at Leicester, home Liverpool, at Tottenham, home Man City, at Watford. Uh, so, like, you throw that in, and it's almost like right now it's just going to be the top three, and there's really no point to uh, to look elsewhere. Yeah, I mean, despite United having a pretty ridiculous attack, you know, a world-class player, you know, too deep there in each position. They just don't have a good enough midfield. And then there's just it's so many question marks there. So unless, like, they picked up somebody really quality in uh, January then or in the transfer window, then I just don't think they'll they'll even be in the mix there for the, to win the league. Um, Ole seems like he's just – it's like, you know, the highs and the lows. So you, they go out and they get a big – get a big result and then come back and they drop a game that where they should have won it. So I just right. don't think they're on the same level as Chelsea, Liverpool and Manchester city right now to enough to win the league. Yeah. Before we get into the smaller teams, I guess I kind of wanted to point out, you can still get, uh, we did mention, you know, the Liverpool odds are probably going to get it better, but right now to finish top two, you can get them at plus plus one twenty five. So again, I'd probably wait on that, wait a few weeks, uh, maybe wait till the next international break. Uh, if you can get, at the end, it's plus 200 to finish top two. I think that would be uh, something uh, interesting to look at. We'll probably, you know, touch on that next month, I guess. But uh, so, yeah, diving into the rest of the table here, um, you know, the surprising things, Brent, Brighton, 14 points, six in the table, Brentford, uh, 12 points. And otherwise, it's pretty, you know, nothing overly surprising. I guess Leicester, they've had a difficult start to the year. Uh, you know, they got Europa League, they're battling, so they're kind of figuring that out. And it's not really helping uh, their form in league play. Uh, Le- Leeds is down there, Southampton is down there. Uh, so what are your uh, favorite things to look at here for the rest of these teams? 
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah, you just mentioned uh, Lester, but uh, there are a couple couple interesting teams that I like. You can do a top six, a top six bet and, uh, you know, pretty unclear what's going to happen after one through four. I think we're pretty keyed in on the one through four being Chelsea, Liverpool city, man United, but, uh, Brighton's look good. You know, um, Tottenham, we'll see what happens with them. Arsenal have been really good over their last few matches. And then, you know, for me, it's like Leicester city has, has pretty much been in a champions league spot for the last two seasons until the last like three or four matches there. So they've managed to fit to, you know, finish pretty high. So you can get them at top to make the top six at plus two fifty right now. Um, those seem like pretty good odds considering where they're at right now. They're 13th in the table sitting on eight points. And as you mentioned, battling in a couple different competitions. So if they can kind of figure it out and um, you know, start to tie some, some matches together, some wins together, then, um, you know, the, that plus 250 might be a little bit more interesting to finish top six. Another team with the same odds as West Ham. They're sitting ninth on 11 points. They've uh, they've won three matches, uh, drew two, and then lost two. I think they've played really, really well. And David Moyes, for whatever it's worth, is always good at getting the most out of those players, especially when he's had time to kind of implement his system. You know, and he certainly had that time. And we, we, we're, we see that system at work right now. And um, so getting West Ham at plus 260 to finish top six is kind of interesting. And uh, yeah, the, the other ones, those are my, the, the, the two to really consider for the top six with Tottenham and Arsenal being the two other teams where you're like, okay, well, they, they've been there. They've got the pedigree. They know how to, how to, you know, hop into some European places. So those are, you know, of the four teams to maybe look at there, uh, the best quality is West or the best value is West Ham at plus 250 and Leicester City at plus 250. Yeah, uh, I do like West Ham. Uh, I wonder if, because right now, just with Europa League, uh, you know, it's been, I don't know if how long they've, uh, the last time, you know, they played in European competition, uh, but it's just something new. And I don't think they have a very deep team. So I think, you know, they're going to have, I, I think they'd want to add, you know, maybe Jesse Lingard uh, in the next transfer window, at least someone else. Uh, like they added Vlasic to the attack and still it's not like this, he's going to be a guy that they're going to be when everyone else is healthy starting in league play. Uh, you know, they have their set lineup. Uh, I don't even think they've changed their starting 11 once this season outside of maybe when Antonio was suspended. Uh, just their lack of depth is 
definitely alarming with uh, European competition. So the so there'll be something I'd uh, worry about there. Um, going the opposite way, uh, speaking of Leicester, there I'm. I don't know. They're, they're they're really struggling to figure things out. It seems like they're changing their formation every match, and uh, in Didi, he just he has a groin injury. I think um, they added Ianacho back to the starting eleven, and that uh, that worked this past this past match. But then you know they they lost a two 0 lead against uh, Crystal Palace, and that finished two uh, two. They're really struggling to figure things out. You know, another team combined with champ or. Europa League, and I think I, uh, I before the season, they're you know my favorite team. I think to finish outside of the uh, if if you're not, but it was without the top six clubs. Uh, they're my I got them at I don't know plus something odds uh, to finish outside the top six clubs. But now I'm looking at plus two hundred to finish in the bottom half, and I don't know. Like I said that. They're sitting here 13th. They haven't really shown anything. They're kind of struggling. Uh, James Madison might be gone in the next transfer window. Looking at their schedule, home Manchester United at Brentford, home Arsenal at Leeds, home against Chelsea. There's a real possibility they don't get a win from any of those matches. And when we're talking a month from now, uh, odds to finish in the bottom half instead of plus 200, it could be you know plus 100 a month from now. Yeah, they're still. I still like their team. It's just you know if they're not figuring it out, uh, I I don't know if I want to bet on them to finish in the top half. Yeah, that's a really good shout. I uh, you know was just looking at the numbers and thinking of like Leicester City. Okay, that you know they've been really consistent the last couple of seasons. But when you go back to the last time that they played European football, which was after they won the league, um, when they won, won the league 2015-2016, the next season when they were involved in the champions league, they ended up finishing 12th. Um, so that's, you know, you're, you're right. When you're, when you're fighting on different fronts there and different, uh, whether it's champions league or Europa league, and, and then trying to get it done in the FA cup, you know, when Saturday and Sunday rolls around becomes a lot more difficult and your squad depth is really tested. So I did, I think you mentioned, was it plus 200 to finish in the bottom half? That might yeah. be a pretty good, pretty good shout. If you want to go the opposite direction of the plus 250 to go top six. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, so I guess we got to talk about Arsenal. We talk about them every every show here. So finish top half. Arsenal are now minus one hundred to finish bottom half. That's plus three fifty. Uh, I thought I wrote down what we had a month ago, but I'm not seeing that. It was something. It was something crazy. It, to finish, it was almost the opposite. I think a month ago. Uh, is there any reason you want to bet on either of those things here, Arsenal? Uh, sitting 11th uh, you know they've they've had a favorable schedule so they've kind of turned some things around but uh, so above them right here Villa West Ham Tottenham Brentford Brighton uh, minus 100 to finish in the top half what do you think at, at this point um, Arsenal might be joining my do not bat list I've like <laughs> they're living rent free in my head Mikel Arteta is rent free up here right now I've uh, I've used a lot of airtime, a lot of space, a lot of words on on their team, and I've and I, and at this point I've been wrong. So uh, to to come out and to say any further anything further about Arsenal, I, I better m- maybe keep my mouth shut here and, and uh, let you handle the Arsenal betting because you've been a lot more correct on it than I have. 
Sorry, I actually wrote I wrote it down wrong. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see on the scroller, Arsenal are minus 1,000, okay? That makes more sense. I was like, minus 100 can't be right, okay. All right, because I was going to say, uh, they have a favorable upcoming schedule, and I would definitely take that. <laughs> All right, so uh, sorry about the misinformation there. Uh, do you have anything else you want to uh, touch on here? Uh, well, I'm going to look at Southampton and uh, Brentford here. Uh, anyone else you want to discuss? No, go ahead on, on those co- last couple teams, and then I'd like to get into uh, top goal scorers. Sure. Uh, yeah, quickly, Brentford plus 165 to finish top half. Again, they're sitting at seventh at the table right now, even with Tottenham. Uh, you know, they're just playing well. They're tough to beat at home, and, you know, they've played – they, they at least battle on the road. I think they're a team that fights. Uh, they got difficult upcoming schedule here, uh, Chelsea, Leicester, and then that's followed up with Burnley, Norwich, Newcastle. So it's pretty uh, hit or miss with those. But I think home against Chelsea, it's a match they can take points from. And just a long shot uh, with Southampton here. I liked it more. Uh, I liked it more if James Ward-Prowse wasn't suspended because, you know, they're already sitting on on only four points right now. Uh, but if you look at Southampton's next five, they got home against Leeds, home Burnley, at Watford, home Villa, at Norwich. I think it's like the same situation as last month when we were talking Arsenal. Uh, I think uh, as long as you know things don't fall apart with James Ward-Prowse, uh, I think there's a situation where they could be sitting 11th or 12th in the table next month, and those odds will be plus 200 to finish top 10. Again, uh, that depends how you feel about James Ward-Prowse, but <laughs> do you, um, yeah, do you uh, like either of those bets? I love James Ward-Prowse, for the record. Uh, yeah. Super fun to watch. Also, I think they're getting a couple players back. Stuart Armstrong actually might play for the first time. And, like, prior yeah. to the season, I thought he was, you know, I expected him to play, like, serious minutes for them and be in their starting eleven. Um, I don't know if that's going to happen or not, but it'll be good to return him. And yeah, I, I, the Southampton bet is the most intriguing one that you mentioned. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think I think we're projecting Stuart Armstrong to start uh, forward prowess. Hopefully, he can you know get back some fitness over the international break here. But yeah, he just had like this nagging calf injury for the first couple months, and it's I don't know, it's kind of gone under the radar. He's been a guy last one two seasons. He's starting almost every match for him. So yeah. Uh, but now getting into goal odds, the favorite thing here. Um, let's read them off. Mo Salah plus 225, Lukaku plus 300, Ronaldo plus 310, and it kind of falls off. Vardy plus 1,000, Kane plus 1,400, Bruno Fernandez plus 5,000. What do you think? I'd say the best value here is Harry Kane at plus 1,400. A guy who's won how many, like three or four golden boots. I know things are a little weird with him at Tottenham. We'll see if he sticks around in January. But uh, plus 1,400 on Harry Kane to win the golden boot odds. I know he hasn't really gotten off to a good foot, but he can score by the boatload. Um, so that's kind of the player that I would look at the most. Uh, for Zero that goals. That, Holy cow, I didn't even notice. Yeah, right. So that's at plus 1,400, you know, I think that they're, you know, despite him failing to get it going so far. I still think that, you know, we're only seven matches in. He can uh, he can certainly score it um, fast and furiously. So I would throw a dart at that one. And then, you know, Mo Salah plus, two, plus 225. Those are probably the, the lowest those odds have been this season. I don't know what he started yeah. out as, but uh, he's got what? Um, 
I can only think of the nine, the eight matches he's played, but nine. He's goals. got six. I pulled it up on the uh, okay. screen here. Yeah, and three three Champions League goals, so not can't count those. But six goals, three assists, and seven matches. Like he's played really well, and uh, I don't think you know those odds might have been a little bit longer before, so you could have got a little bit more value. But he's just been so good. And then uh, did you mention Bruno Fernandez at uh Plus yeah, five thousand, yeah, which is pretty insane. Uh, didn't help that he had to issue a public apology following his penalty miss, but uh, and Ronaldo likely taking over penalties. I don't know what's going to happen with that, but that certainly affects his odds. And then right next to him, you know, I got to mention him because he's my guy. But Danny Ings plus five thousand, maybe he gets it going. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, no, I I would avoid that one. But uh, always fun to track where Danny's uh, his goal odds go. Yeah. Uh- Again, I listened to, you know, our last betting uh, futures preview and all the odds were uh, just, you know, higher. Uh, Like Salah was, you know, around plus 350 or maybe Salah and Ronaldo were maybe plus 400, plus 350 or something. Lukaku might have been the favorite at plus 250 or something. So it's like all the numbers have kind of gone down just a little bit for, I don't know, unclear reason. It's just. I guess the sports books are just trying to take money from us is what it comes down to. But uh, Fernandez is interesting. The thing is he doesn't have a shot in goal in his last three matches here. Uh, He's still like getting a ton of opportunities and all that, but just the, uh, you know, the lack of PKs now is definitely a thing. And these, he hasn't scored in five matches now either, uh, including champions league. So that's, Another thing to worry about. So I did I did like the plus five thousand and then I looked at his uh his game lock here and, and uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna touch that. We're currently hearing Adam's mind at work right now as he goes through goes through the game logs, but another player that who has just missed a ton of time recently, but has been good when he does play is Dominic Calvert Lewin at plus three thousand. I think he's got it's a Serious long shot to uh, to get in there and to to get the golden boot, but he's he's the last season and a half here has been one of the better strikers in the Premier League. Yeah, uh, one of the best strikers in the Premier League. Uh, we didn't mention Jamie Vardy yet. Not going to bet that, but he's yep. up there. He has six goals, so that's you know he's he's always up there. So I mean, it's it's something. He's plus one thousand. He was probably I don't know plus twenty five hundred a month ago. So. I'm not sure that'd be my favorite thing to to bet right now, but uh, otherwise, I think that's uh, I think that's all we got for today. We talked a lot of futures. We got any last comments you want to mention? Anything on uh, Sala here with uh, with uh, the African Nations Cup? Yeah, so we were just talking about this before the show, but uh, you know, to bake those into his goal, his uh, golden boot odds plus two twenty five, as we mentioned. But uh, he's going to participate in the Africa Cup of Nations in January, I believe that is, or is it January into February? And uh, we were looking at the fixture list, and that all that said, he should miss only three matches, I believe, uh, because it's uh, beginning of January into like the first week or second week of, of February there. So there's some, either some cup matches that are an international break and then only the three Premier League matches. And I think you had the matches down, but it was a couple teams that at, at home where he could, could really benefit from it. So in the past, yeah. he's missed a few games. I think he's missed four max 
in the past like four seasons, but he's still managed to be at the top. So if he just misses those couple matches and is able to stay fit, I think that his goal odds shouldn't really change and that he'll still be at the near the top, if not at the top for the most amount of goals in the Premier League. Yeah, I guess bringing it back to when we're talking about schedules, like Liverpool does have that, you know, a little tougher schedule, uh, maybe wait on those odds. Maybe you want to wait on these odds because like we said, this these uh, plus 22, 25 odds are probably the best they've been. Yep. And then when you throw in, uh, just looking at that uh, January schedule, there, so it's going to be home Brentford at Crystal Palace, home Leicester City. So, you know, those are matches where there could be goals. There could be three goals out of those matches. So when you combine that with, you know, this, this upcoming schedule, it wouldn't be surprising if in a month from now we're looking at plus 350 or, you know, if Lukaku or Ronaldo go off, if we're looking at plus 450 uh, for Salah to win the golden boot here. So at plus 225, yeah, maybe we like him, but maybe it's better to wait on, to get some better odds on that. Yeah, totally agree. Other than that, I think uh, I'm most excited here to watch a couple more, a few more U.S. men's national team games this this uh, this upcoming two weeks. So um, outside of that, the, the outside of our futures, that's that's really what I'm excited for these next couple of weeks before we get back into it. Uh, uh, was that 10 19? Uh, yeah, 10 16. Yeah, so uh, I'll you can watch the U.S. I'll watch South Africa. So. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, but uh, anyways, again, thanks for listening or watching. You can find us on YouTube. Again, please like and subscribe to the RotoWire YouTube soccer channel. Uh, we're getting up there on subscribers and then like wherever you listen to our podcast. Uh, we'll be back next week as we preview Game Week 8. Yes, game week eight. And again, we'll be giving our best bets and all that good stuff. So, Chris, thanks for joining me. And thank you to, for, to everyone for listening. Thanks, Adam. Thank you.